All right, everybody. Welcome back to We Dig Tennessee. Happy to have you listening. Uh, I'm your host, Matt Mingus, and uh, we got another special edition going on today. I know, as I've mentioned in the past couple episodes, Fridays during the month of October, we're going to do an episode that correlates with the the excavator safety day that we did last year. Uh, Since we can't do it this year, the virtual means is is how we're going to do it, and we're doing it through this podcast. So, uh, we've got another great, great episode for you today. Uh, we've got a guest with us, uh, Mr. Cliff Swope from Middle Tennessee Natural Gas. Uh, Cliff, how are you, man? Doing well, Matt. How about yourself? Oh, buddy, I'm doing great. I really appreciate you joining us. Oh, glad to be here. Appreciate you having me. Well, man, I always like to kind of kick these things off by uh, just finding out a little bit about you, uh, you know, where you're from, how you got to doing what you're doing. All right. Well, I am uh, an Army brat. So the where you're from question is always kind of tough for me, uh, but uh, I my parents grew up in Tennessee and, and that was where they were from. And so when my dad retired, they moved back here. I was still going to college and long story somewhat short, wound up working part time at Middle Tennessee Natural Gas while I was going to school and then uh, just kind of worked it into a career. So I started out as a part-time meter painter back in uh, 86 was the first time I actually hired on. Uh, We count from 87 as far as uh, my time in service is is concerned. And so I've been at Middle Tennessee Natural Gas for 33 years and counting. Uh, I started out as as meter painting, property maintenance, wound up working as a service technician. Uh, for several years, uh, and then as a customer service representative, and at that point, the safety and training job opened up, and they figured since I had done about everything that uh, they did training in, on, that I, I might make a good candidate, so I put my name in and, and was selected for the job and did safety and training for over 22 years. Um, it's who I am and always going to be a part of me, but uh, I did take another opportunity here recently to uh, apply for a promotion and managed to get that. So I am now, uh, I now fill my former boss's spot. I am the director of human resources and communications. Wow. That is, that is awesome. Yeah. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. It's been a, it's been an interesting ride for sure. Good company. I'll I'll say this. I've heard you speak at a couple of different Tennessee Gas Association events or or different things, and your experience definitely shows you you haven't done a little bit of all of it. You always have a way to make it easy to correlate why safety is important to every aspect of things. So it's always very interesting to to hear your perspective on things. I appreciate that. Well, Cliff, uh, and the reason you're joining us today is to talk a little bit about uh, gas safety and why, you know, safe digging is important safe excavation excavating is important around natural gas and and what it means to you guys uh so i man, i guess we'll just start there why do uh, do natural gas companies consider safe excavating around their facilities important well obviously safety is the main concern there uh, you know natural gas is flammable uh, as, as long as we keep it in the pipelines we can keep it under control uh, keep the air mixture out of it, and, and, and it's perfectly safe. In fact, natural gas rates as the safest form of energy in the United States. Um, you know, you see the incidents on the news when something goes wrong and, and there's a fire or even explosion, and, and that's what sticks in people's mind. But ask anybody how many electrical fires there are or, or things like that, and you'll find that, that gas is safer 
but it's only safe when we keep it in the pipelines. And so we want to make sure that we don't have leaks of any sort, uh, in particular, um, you know, line breaks. Uh, so we, we, we'd like folks to contact us and let us know when they're going to be digging in an area so that we can make sure it's safe for them. So if uh, someone were to hit a gas line, uh, whether they break it or just scratch it, damage it, does it make a difference whether or not they need to report it to you guys? Oh, absolutely. There is this uh, wonderful uh, <laughs> uh, voodoo type science called cathodic protection on the steel lines. Uh, and basically what it does is we can't stop steel from rusting when you put it in the ground, but we can control where it rusts. And so if you, if you hit a pipeline, steel or plastic, in plastic's case, you may take some of the plastic with you and, and the wall's too thin. Uh, in steel, if you chip that coating, even if you just chip the coating on that pipe that we use as part of that cathodic protection uh, to, to, to control where the rust occurs, that pipe is going to rust for the entire potential through that one little nick in the coating. And so that's a lot of pipe that, that you've now got electricity leaving at that little nick in that coating. And when electricity leaves metal, it takes metal with it. And so even though you didn't, in your opinion, when you hit the line, damage it, quote unquote, you, you have. And some of the worst uh, transmission line explosions in history have been the result of someone just nicking a coating and then it's staying there for 15, 20 years because nobody knew it. And eventually it rusts through and you and you get a you get a you get an emergency. So essentially, even though it may not be an immediate emergency, if you don't have, get it addressed, then it, it will become an emergency at some point. Oh, absolutely. Uh, you know, the odds are, are, are in the favor for that to happen. And so we ask, you know, just just call us and let us come out and do it. We would much rather make it safe and, and do a repair on it uh, any day of the week than have something happen. And so a lot of a lot of contractors feel, well, you know, if I let them know I hit it, I'm going to get billed. Uh, no, we we only bill when there's a, a, an issue. Um, so we, we've got people that look at that and, and they weigh whether we're going to bill somebody for a line break or not. You know, we have to be fair to our customers, but, you know, we would much rather come out there and spend the money to fix a line that was, was partially damaged than to have it turn into a, a, a catastrophe later. Oh, absolutely. I can only imagine that, you know, if, if you just nick a steel line, sending somebody out to do a quick repair on that is much more efficient than the results of it not being dealt with. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So yeah, please, anytime you, you even think you might've hit a gas line, uh, you know, scraped it, call the local gas company and, and let them come out and take a look at it for you. Now, so if someone were to hit a line and just break it right into what you guys uh, recommend they do at that point? Well, the thing that we recommend is that they get away from it. Um, natural gas is, is flammable, and so uh, it, can, it can actually uh, cause problems when you're trying to, to do it. Now, a lot of them will think, well, you know, it's just a line that's out here in the middle of nowhere. I can, I can get in there and I can shut that off. And, and we've seen everything from people, you know, rigging up fittings to, to close off a gas line to, you know, uh, they've got vice grips rigged up on their truck to act as a squeeze off in case they hit one. Um, but honestly, it's not worth the risk. Uh, when gas is flowing through the pipe uncontrolled like that, 
what you have is a static buildup in a lot of cases. And so you just touching a piece of plastic pipe could create an arc that could start the fire, could, could be the ignition source. And so it's best to just get back away from it. Um, if you're in a, in a congested area where there's houses and that sort of thing, you need to consider are there folks that might be in danger because of the, the line break there and, and, and maybe have them made aware of it. Um, but you need to just stay back, control the area, keep people away from it, call the gas company and let us get there. Um, obviously, you can also call 911 and they'll call the gas company and get you there. Uh, but uh, either way, you need to get somebody out there that's got the equipment and, and can do it and do it right. Um, we always ask that people do not operate gas valves. You know, you might see that there's a valve box down the road and, and think, well, I can turn that off. But please don't because, it, you know, you could actually make the situation worse. Um, so we ask that you just back away from it, keep the area cordoned off, get a hold of us, let us come out there and work on it and, and get it fixed right. Absolutely. Now, let me ask you this. I, I one of the things we always recommend to our guys is if you do hit one and you break it and there's gas flowing, you get away from it, you call 911, and when 911 gets on the scene, they take control of the scene until the gas company gets there. Would that be kind of a, a best practice? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, 911 does, a, or the, the emergency responders do a great job in, in securing a scene for us. Uh, so, uh, so absolutely. Get a hold of them, let them get out there and, and keep the area safe, evacuate people if they need it, and then get us on the scene to, to get everything repaired. Okay. Well, um, so what would you say are somebody's trying to expose a gas line? They, you know, it's been properly marked, um, and they're they're got across uh, a, a, an existing gas utility. What would be some best practices for them to be able to safely uh, uh, accomplish that? Okay, there's there's several things. Um, first is that I don't know a gas company out there that doesn't mind coming out and being there when you're digging near our pipe. Um, they'll, we, you know, for us, speaking for us, we, we, we'll come out, we'll have a, a person standing by, uh, and, and they'll kind of help spot and, and let you know what's going on and, and be there ready to do something if something happens. Um, we know there are occasions where you've just, you've got to cross a gas line and, and we'll work with you on that. Um, obviously, um, you know, there's, there's points where you want to hand dig, uh, rather than using equipment. And so shift to the hand digging, you know, take the care um, uh, to make sure that you don't damage the pipeline. And also, um, there's some wonderful new equipment out there where you can actually do uh, uh, vacuum ev evacuation of the, of the soil. Um, you know, that works great in some places. Uh, we, we're a little rocky for that to work in a lot of our area, but, uh, but, it, but there are tools out there to help you dig safely around a gas pipeline, including the gas company. Absolutely. Uh, you're absolutely right. I, I've never known a gas company to, to say, no, we're not going to come out there and help you guys safely get across our line. Because as you mentioned, it, it's much easier to safely cross it or, or just repair a small nick than it is to have to repair a, a major incident. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And it's, you know, this way we, we keep it from being an emergency down the road. And so we, we're, we're glad to spend that time and help. Absolutely. So now uh, you mentioned, you know, the area that you're going to have to hand dig. And one of the things at, at Nuka Middle Tennessee that we always try to preach is, is following the state dig law, which is the circumference of the utility plus 24 inches on both sides. Is that um, 
sufficient for crossing a gas line? That that is usually a pretty good way to avoid hitting one. Uh, if if you allow for the width of the facility plus twenty four inches on each side of it, what that does is allows for the 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 shifting of things in the in the trench on plastic liners, for example. Um, it's not actually the line itself that you're locating and flagging. It's the tracer wire or the tracer tape that's in there with it. And so if you dug a, a one foot trench to put the line in, the pipe may be on one part of that, that, that ditch and covered up before they put the wire in. And so the wire might actually be a foot or so on the other side. And so then when you factor in how the locator signal travels through the soil, all of that combines to, to be the reason for that giving us 24 inches on each side of the facility itself because there are variables in there that make it so that the mark's pretty close. Uh, it amazes me how close they do get. Uh, but, but you need a little bit of wiggle room there because there's a whole lot of factors at play and, uh, that, that helps keep you safe. So yeah, if you can abide by that 24 inches on each side, that's great. Um, and, and it should help us out a lot. If you can do more, that's even better. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. It's always best to err on the side of caution. And like, and like Cliff said, if you're ever unsure, don't hesitate to call a gas company. You know, if you use your positive response for your one call ticket, their information will be on there to be able to get a hold of them. And they're never going to say, no, we're not going to come help you. That's, that's, they don't want their facilities damaged either. Absolutely. So one last question I had for you is, um, you know, you, you alluded to it a little bit earlier, if you're working in a populated area with a bunch of houses and stuff of that nature. Um, one of the things I've seen a few times over the years is people will, they'll nick a gas line and they'll cover it back up uh, and it'll start to slowly leak. And I think people forget about the end user, the homeowner or the business owner and, and how catastrophic an event like that could be to someone that's in their home and gas is leaking because somebody didn't properly report a damage. Oh, absolutely. Uh, the, uh, the, the loss of gas uh, to the customer is a huge factor. Um, you know, uh, we've, we've got several instances where it's, it's highly noticeable. Um, uh, we, we have line breaks in, in areas where we've got ceramic plants. And when, when that line gets broken, anything that's in the kiln is, is gone. Uh, it, it can't be used. It's it's garbage, and so that's usually uh, tens of thousands of dollars that wind up getting getting just tossed um, for the customers. Uh, heat, uh, cooking, water heating, all the things that you do with gas are interrupted, and so you think about that. And you know, most days it's it's an inconvenience, but there's there are times when it's it's critical. Um, when you think about gas going to hospitals and businesses. Uh, not just homes, but I mean, that's, that's an aggravation enough, but you know, it's, it's a critical resource. It's, it's the energy that people use to do the things that need to be done each day. And, you know, interrupting that service has a cost as well. Um, you know, it's, it, we end up having to go out and, and relight pilots, uh, if it's broke during the work day, when daylight hours, when, when most people are doing their digging, um, you know, usually it's, late night before some of these people get home from work and so we're out there having to to relight appliances and that sort of thing to get them back on service 
so, you know, avoiding line breaks saves just a whole lot of hassle all the way around. Uh, the safety issue, obviously the primary one, but, but the inconvenience and the, and the potential risk out there um, to, to our customers' services being interrupted. Absolutely. The, uh, well, man, you got any, um, any, any parting advice for us? I, I, I think I'm out of questions for you. <laughs> well, I, I can always expound, but uh, the, uh, the the thing I'd like to get across is just, you know, be safe. I, I talk to contractors a lot, and one of the things I hear time and again is, is well, you know, I've been doing this for a long time. I've never had any trouble. Um, I know where, I know how to recognize where a gas line is. You know, I've been doing this a long time, too, and sometimes the signs aren't always the same and and there's lots of factors that come into play and it's so easy to just pick up that phone and dial 811 and and have them get everybody out there to locate their utilities not just the gas company but 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 all of them um, and and take the time and if you're digging in a certain spot the white paint is a is a wonder for us to be able to know exactly where you're going to be digging and, and make sure we mark that thoroughly for you right there on that one spot and, and don't waste a lot of time locating a lot of stuff you don't really need. Uh, that's wonderful. It, it helps us tremendously. But uh, pick up the phone, call 811, let us come out there and show you where it is. If you're going to be digging around it, you got to dig around it. We'll help make it safe. Um, I know contracting is tough work. I know excavation is tough work. Uh, and, and, you know, it's not slowing you down. Uh, that's, that's the way most of us look at it. It's, oh, I got to wait for him to come out and locate those lines. But you're going to be down a whole lot longer if you hit one of those. And, and the, the risk to your personal safety and, and to the customers uh, and the general public, honestly, is huge. Um, so please just, you know, take the time to give us that phone call. Let us come out, protect our facility, and uh, we'll work with you every way we can to try to try to make it as quick as possible. But uh, we sure do appreciate the job that y'all do, uh, that, that, that everybody does out there in the field. Uh, it's tough work and things are booming right now. And, and we know that uh, there, there's a lot going on and, and we sure do appreciate everybody taking the time to do it safely. And, and I just want to highlight something Cliff said there before we wrap up was that, you know, you, it's not an inconvenience and it does not take you any longer to get these lines exposed safely. Damaging them will cost you much more, not just in safety and and risk to the general public, but to your job. I mean, as contractors, it, we get paid to put pipe in the ground in a, in a timely manner. We have to do it safely. I mean, if we do it unsafely, then we're costing ourselves money. Same thing with damaging utilities that are in the ground. We're costing ourselves time and money on the job by the, by having larger delays, by not doing it right the first time. So like Cliff said, guys, don't hesitate to make those calls and coordinate with all utility companies so that you can avoid any of those conflicts. It'll make your job go so much smoother. Um, but with that, we'll wrap it up. So, um, Cliff, thanks again for joining us, man. This was wonderful, and you are, as always, a wealth of knowledge. Oh, thank you so much, Matt. I appreciate everything you do to try to help everyone be safe, and I uh, wish everyone uh, safety and well-being. All right, Cliff has left the recording area, so again, I want to say a huge thank you to Cliff and Middle Tennessee Natural Gas for allowing Cliff to do that and coming on and talking to us with a little bit about gas safety. 
Um, and guys, this week I'll wrap this one up, man. Uh, th- but again, guys, just remember the message of these whole special episode episodes is safe excavating, working safely around existing utilities, digging safely, keeping your people safe when you're excavating and, and trying to uncover these things. Uh, so I want to say a huge thank you to Nuke of Middle Tennessee, Tennessee 811, the town of Smyrna, Duke Energy, and Middle Tennessee Electric for all partnering to come together to make this thing happen. Um, and it, it, you know, like I, like I said before, last year's event was awesome with over 400 people registered. And this year, having to do this thing virtually and using this podcast as a way to make that happen has just been really, really cool and really special. So guys, share this with as many people as you want. Uh, make sure we spread this message. Share this podcast throughout your companies and make sure people are hearing this because this is, this is for everyone's benefit. Uh, so like I said, I'll wrap this one up and I'll leave it there, guys. Uh, keep, everybody stay safe out there and keep digging Tennessee.